0: Hi guys, welcome to the Wabi Sabi Podcast, episode number 67, Do These Five Things. Welcome to the end of 2021, the beginning of 2022, the year of the tiger. I am so happy to spend this last day with you in reflection. So much has been going on, but as long as you stay well, peaceful, and happy deep inside of your heart, you are okay. So, congrats on another year down. The last four years of my life have been probably the most painful and grueling and the most full of growth. And so for that, I am grateful. Put your hand on your heart and take a deep breath in. And let it all go out. Don't forget to pause during your day and say thank you. To 2021. Thank you to the spirits, those who watch over you, to your superiors, your elders, and to those who are taking notes every day that watch over us. I know you're there. (laughs) Thank you. This is nothing compared to what our ancestors lived through, so I often channel their energy when I'm going through a time of personal struggle. I realize that the end of the year is not happy for everyone, especially this year. There are people that might be under the weather right now, people that are alone, people that are suffering, people who are going through great loss or grief, and that is all okay. You are perfectly imperfect just where you are. I'm going to do a recap of five things that helped me and five commitments that I'll make to next year to try to improve our lives together. Usually this time of year, I get bombarded with speaking events and with all kinds of like cleansing seminars and speaking on TV and writing books and cleanses. And this time I'm just going to focus on the podcast every Thursday on my newsletter. Check it out. I'll put up a link for us to um, demo some new wellness tips through Sprouts. So it'll be on their, I believe their Facebook Live, but we'll try to see where else we can show it and I will also be starting a new endeavor with Shiseido which I'm excited to share with you guys you'll get to see me every single month on YouTube and I'm excited for new endeavors with Audible as I write my seventh book into spiritual wellness how fabulous CC is right here my commander-in-chief CC, how old do you turn this year She turns 20 this year. Oh my God. Bacha. Hey, Dozo Dozo. She is so cute. So hold tight. Hold on to those who you love, your pets. Keep working out. Get some cardio in there today if you can. And know that you are never alone in all of your struggles. These five things have helped my year more than anything else. And the best news is they're all free. Number one, setting boundaries. I have never been this bombarded in my life with communication. I was a communications major, interpersonal and organizational communications at Long Beach State. I don't want to communicate this much with people anymore. I love it, but I'm actually an introvert in real life. Um, I very much enjoy my private time. My family is full of immigrants. We don't share overshare and overconnect we do it in like a different way like when we're happy to see each other or happy to speak to each other after it's been a long time there's this sense of longing that comes in that I think that immigrant families really enjoy and there's a difference between the overbearing immigrant families and the ones like mine who are very like stoic and old school and they're like yeah dude we're good go pay your bills and your taxes and calls you know in two weeks <laughs> so I got the latter um, my own boundaries were oh god they were so excuse my language but fucked over the last 10 years I relied on my agents and my agents alone to make my career what it could be and I forgave myself this year because I finally realized it was never up to them it's it's always going to be up to me. I feel stupid, actually, for believing that they would get me to where I want to be. And so I actually came to the realization that I'm going to have to do everything on my own, and that no effort should be made in... I, I like shouldn't put my fate into others' hands, if that makes sense. So one of the boundaries I had this year was I'm going to take my entire career into my own hands, as I should have. Boy, when you are young and dumb, you are so susceptible to just complete ignorance. And you're not mindful yet. You don't know spiritual practice. You don't know who you are. You don't know where you're going. You're clueless. Young and dumb is what I would say I was for 10 years. And it took me so long to realize, oh my God, I I can take my fate into my own hands. And if you guys can't believe it, believe it now. I never ever thought that I could get where I want to be. So my boundary is this. I'll work professionally. I love my agents now, they're very new, but we're growing. I will set a boundary with myself in notion that I'm the only person that will get myself to where I know I am meant to be. even though it will take us longer, especially if you are a marginalized voice, I will not give up. I also don't want communication with everyone all the time. So my boundary is this, way less time on social, way less time on email, and less time on DM and text. Phone calls are great because I love connecting with my friends. In fact, just getting a voice note from my friend Cynthia or Rosie this morning was enough for me to say I feel really good or message from my friend Steph. I just, I really like love Tiny little notes of love, but in small increments. My email box is flooded. And I'm not saying that to, that's not coming from my ego. It's actually coming from my um, deepest inner child where it says, I can't handle this because it's too, it's actually too much. So this year, I'm setting a boundary with myself in not being so available for everyone but rather be available for yourself write that down be available for yourself write this down I will be more available for myself don't let others tell you what they need don't let others push you around and say here's my product promote it here's a small residual you'll get for every sale Uh -uh. Mm uh-uh no no not happening this year my boundary is you pay and then you get play sorry, I'm going to pull a Tim Ferriss here. And I I rightfully will do so this year in saying, pay me first and you will get gold on a silver platter. I would say gold on gold, but that would be a little too much gold. So it's important that we put these boundaries up with others because otherwise they think that they can just come to you with anything. I don't know how to say no. Do you have the same problem? I hope you're shaking your head. I don't know how to say no. I've never, ever been taught how to say no. Another boundary I've got to set with myself and Candace, this is a really tough one. Candace, you have got to learn how to say no. I had somebody recently reach out to me about promoting a beauty product. I didn't know anything about it. I had never been sent it and they immediately expect me to be an affiliate. And I'm like, whoa, whoa. I write for high-end magazines, I write for the news, I report for the news and I write a multitude of books and I don't want to endorse everything and anything because of pay. To me that's like a thirst trap and there are plenty of influencers out there that will do that kind of stuff. It's not for me. I will thoroughly vet a product, use it and then decide if it is worth sharing with my friends or not and if it is then I will share and endorse. But if it's not, I'm sorry, I can't back your product until I thoroughly use test and vet for it. That's the difference between self respect and just being thirsty. So set a boundary, learn who you're getting information from. Get off of social, take time for yourself, say no, say me first, and fill your cup. Stop taking all the emails All the DMs, all the calls, the tweets, the Pinterest notes, all the comments. I mean, they're just, it's a lot, you guys. It becomes overwhelmingly unhealthy for any individual to be this available to everyone all the time. The only way I've ever been able to write my best work for you in all of my books is to go off the grid. Allow me to do so and I will give you my best work. In doing so, when you set boundaries, you can do so much inner self-work because you are saying goodbye to the toxicity in your life and letting go of it and cleansing. And you are saying yes to you and allowing clarity. The only way that you will get unstuck in this life is to get really fucking clear about what you want. So today, do me a favor and write down your three things that you want. My life flashed before my eyes. I will be 40 in a few months and I can't believe that I did the best 10 I could possibly do in New York City. I gave myself everything and anything I possibly could, but I also left my fate into the hands of a bunch of old men that didn't really know where I was going in my career. And that's not all of them. Some of them were lovely and there were a few females here and there, but I did not go to the moon and back. I simply followed the path. I'm grateful for where I went, but now I want to see what happens in the next 10 because I will guide my own light. I will follow my own path and I will work with other like-minded women from here on out because that sounds like the most comfortable thing for me to do. I will tell people to back off. I will do it politely and with the utmost grace and respect for thyself. And I will not feel bad about saying no to people anymore. And people should know better. Don't go to people assuming that they want to sell your product and be an affiliate. It's fucked up. It's like I don't do that with anyone. So you guys know not one product am I an affiliate for. I've always said no. And people have asked me, dozens of times a year and I'm I'm always almost like insulted like what makes you think I want to be your salesperson I realize that is a very narrow-minded way of thinking but it is also a way for me to set a boundary okay yo thank you okay so let's get to the next one meditation today I meditated for 50 minutes 50 when you get past 30 and even 40 I don't know if you guys have ever done this but I feel like I get high almost. It's the craziest thing. And you won't know it until you try it. So it's kind of like having an orgasm or like knowing what the thing actually is. You won't know until it happens. And you can't really describe it half the time. But meditation is so wild. It's like almost doing a different kind of drug. I do it every morning. I've noticed the noises around me. I've tried to be a better service to you. So I knew that I needed to clear my head. I would love for you to try it. I will write about how to meditate in my next book because a lot of people don't know where to start. But I will say, get to a quiet place and sit. I use these pillows like these um, meditation pillows, one behind my back and one underneath me and I just relax Meditation is like this deep state of relaxation. It's available to everyone and anyone, and I suggest that you try it. Get really clear about what makes you feel good. Number three, find a spiritual practice or a congregation that works for you. It could be anything. Just find a group of like-minded people that you can talk to about spirituality The depths of my soul, I can feel spirits working through me all the time and I don't know if you hear those voices or see them or feel them also. I know that they're doing work through me, for me, and for you. I have recently picked up Marianne Williamson's A Return to Love I've been a longtime fan of her work, but I wasn't ready to read it yet because I knew her and I had a aligned path and it wasn't time. I got A Course in Miracles first and then I started reading A Return to Love. I highly recommend picking up her book and starting to follow other like-minded spiritual congregations. It could be anything. It could be a group that likes to knit. It could be a group that loves to go to temple. It could be a group that really loves to meditate together. It could be a therapy session with your therapist that you have every week. Just find a bond that is spiritual. It could be with your cat or dog and connect with them. Sometimes the meditation is your spiritual congregation I cannot describe the nirvana that I feel when I get past 40 minutes of meditating. But when your hands go numb and you basically fall into a deep, relaxing sleep, and you get to open your eyes up and see the blue ocean, the blue sky, the white clouds, the green palm trees, the golden sunlight, the pink sunrise, Those are things that I cannot describe to you other than finding the beauty in nature and the deep tranquility that you can bring to your own self. Stop looking around for others to make you better and start looking within. Are you the person that you want to be? Are you there yet? Have you done the work? Or are you just expecting Prince Charming to show up still? I expected him to show up and boy, did I get fucked. I mean, that that person was not coming. (laughs) I thought I saw him multiple times. But I also live in a world of illusion because I quite enjoy that because I'm a former party girl and I love going off the rails with wild thoughts. I also lived them out. I didn't just think about them. I did them. And my God, did I have a great time. I'm sure you did too. Especially if you like this podcast, I always say it's for fabulous women and wild men. And why not enjoy life? But at some point, you can't keep living in the illusion. I mean, a lot of men that I dated in New York, it was actually more like a fantasy than it was a reality. And that's cool. We can all live in that fantasy. But I actually lived it. And then it was like, not good. It's very dark afterwards. (laughs) I can laugh about it now. But therapeutically, I knew that once I found my spiritual practice, so for me, it was the meditation and the writing and speaking to you on this podcast being very honest with myself setting clear boundaries with others making time to show up at church to go volunteer i talk about god and buddha to others but i also keep my spiritual practice really close to my heart and very private i will only write about it in the new audible series because i want you to learn from my spiritual pilgrimage But I also want you guys to know I come from a Christian father, a Buddhist mother, was raised Catholic, and am now just agnostic, spiritual, everything. I take little bits and pieces from every culture, every religion, every spiritual practice, non-denominational, and also not organized. I just take it all, and I like to call it unorganized, (laughs) unconventional, and unconditional love. An unconditional spirituality. There should be no judgment. It's not dogmatic. It should just be. It is as it is. The world in vibrant, brilliant color. Accept that we are all on this planet together and we all believe different things as we should. And we respect that. Find a spiritual practice that works for you. My number four, of course, is eating better. Some tips on how I stayed the same size by choice since I was in high school. Give or take probably about five pounds and more in culinary school. I think I got a little chunky then because all we did was eat bread and sugar and wedding cakes and pretend wedding cakes. And one year a kid put poinsettias all over his holiday cake and they're poisonous And we were all like, okay, you fucking idiot. And (laughs) you don't forget stuff like that. Anyways, um, where was I? Oh, eating better. Yeah, I don't eat like that anymore. I was 22 in culinary school. God bless. When you're 22, boy, are you fucking having a blast. And you are dumb and having a blast. And you don't even care because you're having a blast. I, I miss those years terribly. You think your life is tragic in your 20s? Oh, God, wait until your 30s. They were very good, though. God bless your 30s. It is a long time of suffering. (laughs) They say you start cashing out in your 40s, and your 40s are for picking up every check and bill. So here we go. Okay, eating better. This is quite simple. It is a mathematical equation. What you take in versus what you burn off is what you are. Mathematical equation. Simple math. Stop eating sugar this year. Try to cut it out look at ingredients. Sugar can come in many different forms, like corn syrup, or even some different kinds of fructose, etc. Honey is sugar, maple sugar, agave is sugar. Agave spikes uh, your um, insulin levels and, and things like that you have to pay attention to. In general, my rule of thumb is I try to only eat fruit that has sugar in it, like raspberries, blueberries, oranges right now, apples, whatever's in season. And then I really try not to drink any fruit juice. I try not to go off and eat any processed foods that are full of sugar. I think sugar is the devil. Not really, but I'm just saying it is not good for you. It was never good for my skin. Um, I think sugar also really feeds your gut and you create like, you, you basically get very acneic Um, In my opinion, my skin did not improve until I cut out all sugar. Try to stick to delicious fruits and vegetables. I eat one salad every day for a meal. I try not to overeat ever. I only eat until I'm 80% full. Harahachibu in Japanese. Harahachibu. Look it up in my book, Kintsugi Wellness. I have a cleanse for you in Clean Green Eats, my book, and Clean Green Drinks. Please follow it. And I will share with you every Thursday with Sprouts some new tips and tricks. Sign up for my newsletter on my website, candaskumai.com, if you would like more info. Get rid of sugar, get rid of processed foods, eat one salad a day, try drinking more water, get off coffee, and switch to matcha. And also, Stop consuming so much sugar. A lot of you have coffee molds in sugar and you go to Starbucks. Stop the habit. You've made them into multi-billionaires at this point. You can make better tea at home. Try matcha. It's full of antioxidants, vitamin C, L-theanine to help you keep calm and cool and focused at the same time. It has been practiced by my ancestors for thousands of years in Japan and it is a beautiful, beautiful, green tea powder that is full of nutrition. and will keep you looking beautiful. I do incorporate collagen into my diet every day because I believe it helps with my skin elasticity and the quality of it. I do try to work out six days a week. I do believe that working out keeps your blood flowing and pumping and keeps your skin tight and makes you look fabulous the best side effect, though, of working out is actually that you feel good. And when you feel good, you look good. And when you feel good and look good, your whole life starts to improve. That is a sure thing that I know. Remember the mathematical equation what you take in minus what you burn off is what you are. Easy. Don't be a crazy calorie counter, just eat better. No sugar, more water. No more processed foods. One salad a day. If you can commit to one smoothie a day, even more fabulous. Try not to use juices or sweetened anything except fruit. Limit to half a frozen banana in each smoothie. Stop going out to get your smoothies, dude. They are nasty. Full of sugar. I mean, to the point where you're getting like 46 grams of sugar in your gross frappuccino, mocha latte, Whatever the fuck you're ordering in the morning, it's not cool. Your smoothie, quote unquote, at all these health and juice bars, full of sugar. 20, 30, 40, 50 grams sometimes. Yuck. Not good for the skin. Not good for the gut. Not good for your mental health or your brain. Be smart about what you're putting in your body. Try. I've written six fucking cookbooks for you. Please go pick clean green eats and clean green drinks. Up this year to learn how to eat and drink better. And then please pick up Kintsugi Wellness for better mental health and for opening your eyes on different types of wellness and culture in this world. Best way you can support this free, self funded podcast, public journalism, is just to buy my books, share the podcast on Instagram or with a friend, and share my newsletter, sign up for it, and sign up a friend. We'll be going through cleanses, eating better, salads, smoothies, less sugar, more water. And when you start to eat better and feel better, everything will fall into place. A great side effect of using a Vitamix and a blender every day with the push of a button, you can change your life. That is what one of my editors put on one of my book covers for Clean Green Drinks. And I was like, oh. This is a wonderful marketing ploy, but it's actually very true. With a push of a button, you can certainly change your life. All right, lastly, but not least on my list is, this is an important one, and I'm not sure why society won't grasp onto the reality of this. Prepare for bed at 8 p.m. Prepare for bed at 8 p.m. Put on a salt lamp, light a candle, get the diffuser going, get a noise machine find a few books that you love right now I am currently reading you were born for this by Shawnee Nicholas great book and a return to love by Marianne Williamson I have a very cute Totoro journal Miyazaki cartoons are my favorite they make me very happy I sleep next to lots of crystals I have candles a noise machine And I don't sleep next to my phone at all. I also have a course in miracles that I'll be reading through probably for the next 10 years. Spiritual work does take a very long time. And it is a ongoing practice, much like Kaizen. Full of integrity. Continuously improving. Kaizen. Kaizen. Continuously improving. Commit to eight to nine hours of sleep a night. So much easier than you make it out to be. I understand if you have children that this is nearly impossible, but I believe that you have got this truly. Sleeping extra for me has been one of the greatest pain relievers, one of the best ways to feel good, one of the best ways to not be moody, (laughs) one of the best ways to improve my writing my brain function. I do really believe in my heart that when we get better sleep, we look better, we feel better, and our whole life starts to improve. This is a sure thing, and it's free. Please figure out a way that you can get better sleep. Even if you have children, commit to an earlier bedtime this year. There's nothing exciting That happens between 8 p.m. to 12 midnight. Nothing. Conan O'Brien isn't even on anymore. I don't really know who the other late night show hosts are besides Trevor Noah and I just watch him in the day. Everybody else is boring and not funny. Kimmel is okay. But you can watch Trevor during the day. Go to bed early. There's nothing wrong with it somehow our society made it completely normalized to go to bed at like 11pm. You're you're missing out on beautiful moments in the morning. So much happens between 530 to 9am. Don't miss out on the sunrise, meditation, matcha, resetting and restarting your day. I am not spiritually divine. And I am not perfect. I'm not sanctimonious, but I am telling you, when you find the divine light in the morning and you meditate early and you get that nine hours, you are going to feel so good. Please understand that you must make these commitments in order to better change your life. You can talk about them all you want, but I know it is in you and I believe you. If you gained weight during the pandemic, it's okay. I'm here to help you pick up one of my books go check them out on amazon i will be here for you find my newsletter and sign up on candiskumai.com and then i will go through a cooking course with you every thursday in january with sprouts i will announce it on my newsletter and i will see you guys in 2021 i will help you to stay the same size i will help you to get more sleep i will teach you to meditate I will learn with you how we can set boundaries together. And I will be your spiritual congregation if I need to be. I don't want to be. (laughs) Only because I'm scared. But I know that there is a deep-rooted calling in me that is saying that there's a divine light that hasn't been exposed yet. And it's in my heart and mind and it's time to start sharing. Please do these five things, set boundaries, meditate deeply, find a spiritual practice or congregation, eat better, commit to eight or nine hours of sleep, go to bed at 8pm, start reading books late at night. Look, I like the housewives too. I'm not going to argue with you about which city I like the best, but I will say it is a little bit like toxic poison. And as somebody who grew up like working with Andy Cohen very closely, I appreciate the amount, insurmountable amount of entertainment that they put on Bravo. But I think we need to counter our balance in toxic TV and drama in TV with our own lives of spirituality. It's okay to live a very vibrant life full of different colors. I mean, I like 90 Day Fiance too. I find it too painful to watch now though, because some of the couples really gross me out. <laughs> is that bad okay I love you guys have a wonderful fabulous new year be safe remember that getting hungover and drunk is not in style anymore that was very like 20 years ago and find a better way to get high I do it by meditating through my spiritual practice find a better way to release endorphins I do that by cycling working out at my bar class or try to get the eight or nine hours of sleep so you look divine in the morning Sleep is this incredible time for you to turn over cells, your tissue, and get looking gorgeous. I mean, it's a free and easy way for you to get better well. Drink water, get off the sugar, and I'm not preaching anything to you. These are just open, wild options for you to latch on Share this podcast with a friend. Sign up for the newsletter every Thursday. I'll teach you how to cook with sprouts, and I'm so excited to announce our endeavors coming up please follow me on TikTok. I see you. I write back to everybody on there. We're trying to grow and merge our accounts, which seems nearly impossible. And I can't wait to work with you guys in 2022. We have so much good self-work coming and I'm thrilled to be your friend, your best friend, your big sister and your mentor. Thank you for allowing me this space. I'm really grateful for each of you. Find me at thematchashop.com, candiskumai.com and follow me on instagram share this series and tiktok away there's so much juicy shit on there right Cece? okay love you ladies and gents wild men happy 2022 be very good to each other and live in insurmountable amounts of peace